die. Are we ready? Yes. Cool. Here we go. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. I am Will Mapley. And it's me, Chloe. 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 Robin soon. This is episode 15, Chloe. We've got it right this time. We've got it right this week. We're, we're yes. doing good. <laughs> After getting getting it wrong for two weeks, I, we I apologise. straightened out our knickers off. They, they were in a twist. How are you doing anyway? Are you all right? Yeah, I'm very good to say thanks. And yourself? I'm all right. Okay. And we hope you, the listener, are good too. Uh, if you're not, come DM us, have a little chat. We're, uh, we're always available. Um, I mean, in this time, yeah. <laughs> not, not really doing too much at the moment. I don't know about you, but... Uh, yeah, I'm not, not actually up to that much at all at the moment, so uh, yeah. If you There's definitely a few more hours in the day of which I can chill on my new sofa in my new house. So there we go, win-win. there we go. See? <laughs> See? So many benefits, so many benefits. Uh, what are we talking about today, Chloe? What is it? Well, today, folks, we have a bit of a fun a fun kind of podcast, I guess. Personal um, as well, I suppose you could say. Yeah, yeah. personal, personal trainers, personal training. Um, so we're talking about assumptions about personal trainers and personal training. Um, things, commonly asked questions, I guess, that we get um, and things that people assume about either having personal training sessions or personal trainers themselves. Some of these assumptions will obviously be based on people's previous experiences, whether that be good or bad. So, um, yeah, that's what we're talking about today. I mean, we've got both got some personal um, things that obviously we've we can share with you guys today uh, about obviously the misconceptions of, of who we are and what we do, like you said. Um, but it's also good to look on the other side as well, isn't it? You know, what what kind of people think about us and and kind of the misconceptions that we can kind of demiss. Demissed? That's totally the wrong one. Demyth <laughs> is what I meant to say. Debunk. Uh, debunk and demyth today. Um, I mean, I'm going to start off by uh, obviously saying that that everyone or all PTs look the same. They need to have those big muscles, uh, and that's a big misconception for me. I mean, I've had a, a personal thing where someone's actually come up to me once and, and actually was like, "Are you a PT?" Because obviously. Uh, if, most people know me here. I'm quite slim. I'm quite skinny, um, and uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, someone came up to me and was like, "Are you actually like a PT? Because you haven't really, you know, you don't really look like one. You haven't really got any muscle or or, or whatever." And uh, yeah, that that's uh, cuts deep. Yeah, it? cuts deep. Cuts that's deep. cut deep. Yeah, I definitely think um, so. Around personal trainers, uh, there's a um, an idea that we should look a certain way. Um, and not just in a fat or thin spectrum, but in terms of, you know, males should be muscly and they should have, you know, massive biceps and a six pack and females should, uh, you know, look a certain way as well. Um, but yeah, it's kind of assumed that we all train in a bodybuilding style of training, which is probably where most of us do start for sure. Yeah. Um, because you, you may, you kind of go in and assume that's, that's what you should do as well. So I 100%, I get where people's uh, assumption comes from in that respect um but yeah we definitely don't all look the same and we don't need to look the same the same as if you are someone coming to the gym or exercising you also don't have to and won't look the same as everyone else yeah of course um of course i think we've all got specific things and i think it it goes down into being a little bit more sport specific doesn't it you know yeah yeah like, uh, if, 
obviously the, the team we have here, George is very uh, CrossFit specific. <laughs> uh, I'm very like running specific. Um, we were just talking a minute ago, like you, you're like the, the the vegan, aren't you? That that obviously. I'm not shaped like a vegan. I, but but you, you know what I mean. You know what I <laughs> Don't mean. Don't put it's, me in a box. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No. Um, yeah, I, I don't, um, I wouldn't consider myself sport specific because I don't have a sport, but I would just, I'm just general, all round general. Strong. I just like to be generally fit and strong, yeah. Yeah. Um, if I want to go for a 5k, I can run a 5k, or if I want to do maybe a, uh, something else, <laughs> I'll do something else. Um, but yeah, there is, there is obviously those kind of assumptions. Um, I think uh, I can speak on behalf of Ben, hopefully he won't mind. Obviously, Ben is more of a slim build athletic um, physique yeah, absolutely. and I know sometimes he's had a similar thing you know like your legs aren't big enough or whatever it might be but he likes to be fit for surfing um, and like calisthenic style training bodyweight training you know pull ups push ups all that kind of stuff so if he were to gain a lot of muscle he wouldn't be as nimble on a surfboard mm. and you know he surfs really well so um, yeah you don't want to be too muscly if you're doing stuff like that um, but yeah there's definitely a lot of kind of assumptions either way as to what a PT should look like so always remember guys we can all train and eat the same but we will never look exactly the same so we'll always have different bodies because different bodies respond differently yeah um, different body shapes isn't it you know there's the different body shapes and your body's going to react differently to, to training and uh, actually I think it's good to be a little bit more specific yeah it's definitely yeah. better to be specific with what you want to because then you're going to know what you want to do uh, and, and training becomes a lot easier when you know specifically what you want to, to do you know yeah yeah I suppose there's certain assumptions about how you'll train with a personal trainer obviously if you've seen seen someone in a, in a session with a client then you'll have maybe more of an idea um, but you might assume that bodybuilding is the only style of personal training yeah. you know three sets ten reps with weights or machine based but I think um, a lot of the time um, if you have a personal training session and you don't enjoy it on the first occasion, it might be because that training style isn't enjoy isn't enjoyable to you. But there's also HIT and there's CrossFit and there's um, I don't know more cardio based stuff. So running intervals and um, boot camp style workout circuit training. You know, there's so many different styles of training that you could do with a personal trainer. So if you didn't enjoy sets and reps bodybuilding or you didn't enjoy a HIT training session. Obviously, there's no reason why you can't say, please, can we do something different? Or find yourself a different trainer if you don't gel with their personality, maybe, or their style. Yeah. I think there is a there, there is that line, isn't there, where obviously some people uh, gel with the right people and obviously some people don't gel with those people. Um, and in terms of obviously coming away from, from your session and feeling like you've been absolutely murdered, yeah. sometimes, <laughs> sometimes that is a... Um, sometimes that is a good thing and sometimes that's a bad thing in a way. It, I find personally sometimes you can do exactly the same thing with one person and exactly the same thing with the other person and that's what they want to do but they go away feeling exactly the same because they're, it, it's just the way that their body's reacted to it um, it doesn't necessarily mean that, that it's maybe not the right training for you or, or it's us being hard on you, it's just the way that your body does react um, I don't know, obviously, maybe you've had that before as well, Chloe, but, you know, it's... Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess that's another assumption, isn't it, that we're trying to hurt you. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> we're exactly. We're not trying to kill you, we swear. <laughs> um, no, we're trying to push you past what you can push yourself, essentially. So, um, yeah, some, like you say, sometimes you could do two similar training sessions with someone and one person will 
recover really well because maybe they're more active or their body's just better at recovery. Um, maybe their sleep and nutrition and hydration and all that stuff is maybe better and then someone else will feel like they've been run over by a bus. Obviously, experience level comes into that as well. Yeah, so of course. Especially in the first weeks of personal training, you may be stiff and sore, but you, um, you do adapt. Your body does adapt to it. Um, but if you're, I don't know, if you're three months in maybe and you're doing the same exercises and then you happen to feel like death then obviously there might be something wrong like you might be being pushed in not such a good way yeah but if your program changes you expect soreness in different areas in relation to what you've worked so don't be afraid of a little bit of discomfort but it should be comfortably uncomfortable yeah i think um i think we push I think we push people past what they can push themselves. And I think that sometimes can be uncomfortable, can't it? And I think that's sometimes the misconception that we do push people too far. But actually, it's just them coming out of their comfort zone. And sometimes I find, I mean, even for me, sometimes coming out of that comfort zone in itself is very intimidating. Um, and, and maybe some people sometimes don't like that. But it's not because we're being too hard on them necessarily. It's just because you come out of that comfort zone and and that can sometimes be intimidating, I yeah. personally think. Yeah. I know um, for myself, like I thought I knew when I first started training what felt uncomfortable. So if I was doing a three kilo, maybe shoulder press for 20 or 15 reps, I knew what that burn felt like in my shoulders. But as I've become more confident with my training, I know that I can pick up heavier and heavier dumbbells and just give them a go and try. Like yeah. if I fail a rep, then obviously, okay, I'm not quite there yet, but I can try and push maybe for two extra reps in the lower weight range that I would normally use. So if I'm doing 10 reps, maybe I'll do 12, or if I'm doing eight, I'll do 10 to get me in between that. And that would be that next point of discomfort. Like yeah. 10 reps doesn't feel great, but I could get more. It's, it's like you say, it's that pain tolerance, I think. Um, into like a good pain tolerance though like, not like I'm going to tear my muscle off of its attachment yeah exactly <laughs> it's like a lactic burn isn't it that's, yes, that's kind yeah. of the, the feeling and I think going off what you just said there as well it's, it's that confidence isn't it I think mm. we we can give you that assistance and that confidence of, of pushing you uh, to lift heavier and to lift heavier with good form I think sometimes when people go to the gym and you, you do see it where people stay around those same kind of weights because they think it's gonna. They think it's gonna be too heavy when they go up a weight, or it's gonna be too difficult. There's no one to spot them. But I think uh, us being there is is a really positive thing, and, and and should give people confidence. But again, that's something that might be a little bit intimidating as well. You know, if we're going, okay, well, I know you can lift a little bit heavier, and they're like, oh yeah, but that's really scary because it's really yeah, heavy. Yeah, um, trust. Exactly, trust. <laughs> exactly. And I think that can sometimes be quite intimidating as well. Yeah, yeah. I think um, because you can see from a different perspective how their body's moving, although they might be feeling a little bit uncomfortable in their muscles with the burn and things like that, but you can tell, usually you can tell if someone could try a heavier weight and just, just give it a go, just give yeah. it a go, see what happens. And I sometimes like to put a little, you know, a little bit of a safety net there, like if you can't do it, if you really can't do it, don't worry. The five kilos are still there. Yeah. You can pick them up if you've done as many reps as you can with sevens. And people are like, okay. Like that kind of make, it makes you feel a little bit better sometimes, doesn't it? Knowing that the other weights are still there. They haven't gone anywhere. But then other times I do know that I have clients that have to be like, that's not an option. We go, we're doing this weight because I know 
I, I know, I feel it in my soul that you can do it. Um, and then they do it and they're like, oh, damn, yeah. I've done it. But um, yeah, I think uh, that, that sometimes ties into another thing, which is that we're always motivated for our own training. Well, I can uh, assure everyone that that's not true. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely not true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. We can both concur. Um, but because we come in with, obviously, you know, we're coming with energy for our, for our clients and, you know, we want them to get the most from their session and things like that, you know, the hour that they spend with us, we're going to give them what, whatever we whatever they need, really, to get through the session. Some people, I think I would probably be one of those people, don't like a big, um, you know, like, ch- chirpy, like, egg you on type of personal trainer. I would just want someone to rep count for me and say, well done at the end of the yeah, set yeah. and come on you know, in between sort of thing. But when people, I know I went to boot camps when I was younger and they'd be like, next to me, like, come on, come on, more reps, more reps. And I'd be like, oh, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, it was like the other day when we were, when, uh, when, when we were training and, and you were like, uh, oh, so I was trying to cheer you on, wasn't I? And you were a little bit like, like, can you be quiet, can you be quiet I'm trying to count. I've, I've lost count. And I was like, <laughs> ah, okay, sorry. I was only trying to help you. Yes. But, it's it's just the way that you react to it, isn't it? You know, it's just it's just a different way that you you react to, to people uh, egging you on and, and talking to you. Yeah, yeah. Like you say, it's it depends on what motivates you. But um, yeah, we're not always motivated ourselves at all. Um, it's it's pretty hard. But I think that's one of the really nice things about being in a gym. Sometimes you can be sat there and thinking, oh, I don't want to train. But then you kind of, you trot downstairs and maybe it's busy, maybe it's not too busy, but there's so much energy that other people bring to the table that you kind of feed off of. You know, we're all like little energy vampires, I think. Yeah. Um, and we feed off other people. So if someone else is down there getting buzzed, you know, they're, they're getting on with it. They're like, you know, you can hear them psyching themselves up and sometimes you're like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. It's quite nice. But yeah, there are times when motivation is like, Way I think we're quite lucky here though. I think we are quite lucky here though because we are here pretty much 90% of our time. Like you just said a second ago, we are around people that are always training. We know everyone that's here. We go downstairs, we start talking to people and then we see other people training and, and, and that kind of, for me personally, that motivates me. Yeah, um, yeah. I think we hold each other accountable sometimes 100%. as well. And that that's a really cool thing. Um, when you're a personal trainer, Sometimes people are surprised to know that personal trainers have personal trainers. Um, but we, like you say, we need a little bit of accountability and motivation sometimes as well. So if you disregard our job and think of us as just Chloe and Will that, you know, live down the road, we, we feel exactly the same as you guys sometimes. Just that maybe we're up for it maybe a little bit more so because we've been doing it for a different period of time or maybe more so <laughs> I don't yeah. know I'm kind of thinking to myself am I up for it more than my clients <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, motivation comes and goes doesn't it I think that's the, yes. that's a, a big thing that we've we've spoken about before motivation does come and go yeah. and, and we are only human exactly like you guys you know yeah. we, we are humans um, and, and we have tendencies to, to not want to train we have tendencies to train and uh, like Chloe said it, to, to keep us on track so we can keep you on track we have our own our own accountability to, to yeah, keep us going yeah. and I think it's really important to, to kind of know as well that as trainers maybe some people don't but as trainers we do keep up uh, our learning to help you mm. guys as well and I think that's another like misconception obviously I feel like sometimes they just think cool we are like 
the the, the gods and we're going to be able to, to get you exactly where you want to be in record time um, yeah but actually you know yeah we have to learn alongside you guys as yeah. well we don't know everything and a lot of the time in the process of training clients we go away and do array away <laughs> array <laughs> my, my mouth moves so weird then um we go away and we have to do more research based on something that has maybe happened in a session or if somebody's not moving in the way you expect and you're kind of like okay i can't figure out what's going on here so you have to go away and ask you know ask we ask team we ask each other questions all the time and we're yeah. learning from each other we learn from whether it be um like continued pro- professional development courses or maybe it might be a youtube video we don't learn solely from youtube videos but there are a lot of experts on youtube that do provide good info so Absolutely. sometimes it it is beneficial other times there's a lot of crap on youtube as well so i would never recommend learning directly from there um but there are a lot of experts on there um but yeah we don't know everything i know we've talked about it with george in a previous podcast um but our pt course is very kind of bog standard basic exactly the same as your driving test um you learn to drive uh have to pass your test and then you have to put a majority of those practices to to use on the road with other people yeah. so exactly the same with with personal training you know it's never kind of like this is the plan client follows plan client sees results it, you know it's always kind of like there's everything all other aspects of life are in the way to put in little little hurdles and you know to set you back and push you forward and whatever it might be so yeah um it's always an ever an ever going journey really i think but yeah. yeah like you say it's um it's not always easy i think that's important to, to also say obviously our, uh, another point is that obviously personal running can be be quite expensive sometimes but also you know the, the the value that you're getting is not only from us but our continued development in developing ourselves mm. uh obviously going from the last point to this point in, in in terms of obviously prices we are not that price just that all that money is not going to be like cool that's just all for us you know we uh, go away from sessions we educate ourselves we create programs we make sure that everything is in place for you to get where you want to be i think sometimes the misconception is there's that obviously i um 30 pound obviously i know that we we vary in terms of session prices um but but for me i find that actually the misconception is that you pay us for that 30 pound and that 30 pounds just for that hour yeah rather than than actually i go away and create programs i go away and educate myself i know you've done exactly the same thing where you've bought quite a few books recently in terms of educating yourself further um yeah so you know the the, the thirty pounds that that or, or the money that you give your trainer isn't for just that hour. It is for the whole week in terms of education, in terms of programming, in terms of um, scheduling things, planning sessions, etc. Um, so there is a lot behind the scenes that maybe you guys don't see. Yeah. But we still are coming forward into your sessions and and helping you and pushing you forward and in getting you where you want to be. Yeah, like uh, obviously when out of outside of our sessions when we're maybe chatting and uh, checking in and seeing how things are going and making sure you're okay and you know that type of stuff. You know that's all that's all part of what you you receive when you have a personal trainer. You know we're there for you. Uh, not 24-7, because obviously I like to sleep, but... Um, <laughs> 3 a.m. Um, in the morning, clothes reply to all of our clients. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. I am snoring. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, when we're taking, you know, 
however long it may be that you need to chat for, you know, whether it's via text, whether it's via call, anything like that, you know, there's there's a lot of um, time outside of it, like you say, programming for clients and stuff like that. So um, when you when you are paying for your sessions, there is a lot more that, that does go into it, hopefully, um, depending on your PT, yeah. um, than just, like you say, that face value, here's £30, off you go kind of thing. Um, but yeah, and that, that, you know, not to say that personal training isn't expensive, obviously around this area, it's less expensive but if you go somewhere like london there's people charging i mean i remember one time there's a guy charging 150 pounds for an hour session and i was like oh okay um and then obviously everyone's like yeah let's move to london and charge 150 pounds um but that draws in a certain uh type of clientele and things like that so um but yeah it, it is expensive it is expensive if i was looking at that you know and i was thinking to myself you know £30 per session, you know, or whatever it might be for X amount of sessions, you know, it is an investment, 100% it's an investment um, that not everyone can maybe take for themselves. If you've got family, maybe it's not something that you can budget for. Um, But I always think when I'm looking at my expenses, what do I pay for currently? What am I doing week to week? If you go out for a meal, three times a week which is quite common for a lot of people or if you buy your lunch every day you probably spend about that much in purchases that you could save on so if you don't go out for a meal every week and you maybe don't buy lunch or buy coffee or I don't know whatever it might be that you spend on you could save that money and you could put it into having a personal trainer if you want to obviously not pushing it on anyone but you know your money is yours to spend you've worked hard for it but if it's something you want, have a little look at your finances and see where you could maybe save money to put that towards personal training. The same when you make savings, isn't it? You know, you look at what you don't need. I don't need my cinema annual pass to go a thousand times yeah. <laughs> in one month, um, you know, and pay a yearly subscription for it. I don't need to have a Chinese takeaway every Friday night. I could maybe have it two Friday nights out of the month or, you know, that sort of stuff. So it is expensive. Um, but if you want to invest in yourself and personal training is something that you desire, you know, you can always make it work. Um, you can always make it work. It's definitely a luxury, isn't it? I mean, oh, yeah. personal training is definitely a luxury. Um, You're not going to die if you don't have a personal exactly, trainer. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, but it's something that is, like Chloe just said, something that is very good to maybe invest into if you are interested in it. Uh, obviously, going on from last week's... Um, podcast the one we we're talking about age age is just a number you know uh, so age isn't just a number you know with training as you get older uh is, is really valuable and, and and for your longevity and for your health over a prolonged period of time maybe investing into something like personal training and your health and your mental health in fact is is a really really valuable thing to do for sure especially i mean in the times that we're in now you know mm-hmm. if, if you look at the times that we're in now lots of people are um are passing unfortunately you know there's there's a, a pandemic in terms of mental health issues now um, in terms of health lots of people are sitting down a lot of the time they're staying at home there's not much exercise going on actually investing in something like this now is going to really benefit you in potentially a few years time yeah yeah i think um a lot of the time we wait until it's at that crucial moment like a lot of clients will wait until the doctor said if you don't 
do this yes. now, yes. there's going to be bigger problems ahead. So yes, sometimes it's it's good to not wait until you're on the edge of the cliff, you know, with your health before you start to get get help. And if you are someone that does maybe have more serious health problems, and the doctor said, you know, you must you must make lifestyle changes, the first thing I would say is that you know a personal trainer would really benefit you because you're not going to have to guess. You're not going to be guessing and kind of lost in a gym somewhere knowing that the doctors sort of put this impending doom on you um and just trying to figure it out you know you can get someone that can help you um and and a lot of the time we'll go away and like you say do more research on what you need if we don't know immediately then obviously we can go away and look into it further and you know make sure that what we provide you whether that be help with your nutrition whether that be help with your exercise or other things that you could do you know there's there's so many aspects that we do research um that that are above and beyond just that personal training qualification yeah i think it's really important to, to also say is that i think another really big misconception um is that we are quite cocky confident very up ourselves sometimes um, yeah, I find, stuck up something. Yeah, I've, I've I find I find that that there's there's some people obviously that, that do think that, and I think that does put people off, or that we're very judgmental. I think that's that's probably a better way to say, it, isn't it? Like I think some people do think we're very judgmental. Like oh, she's you know she's overweight, bloody hell. Oh, she's skinny. You know? I can't believe you didn't have the salad for dinner. Exactly. You know something. Yeah. Exactly. But actually, personally, and I think especially in our gym in dream fitness none of us are like that none of us are like that at all and actually we are very understanding and, and, and caring people maybe in other gyms you might find that there are are sort of people like that that's you know that's that's sometimes what happens is our industry but i do find that 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 misconception of us being quite uh, intimidating in terms of judgmental um especially if you are a little bit overweight and you think everyone's looking at you etc um then, then that's something that I think needs to be needs to be uh, spoken about because we're not, you know. Yeah, yeah. Anytime, anytime someone is judgmental, I know, um, you know, I, in other areas, I can be a bit like, why, why is that like that? You know, I kind of question it because I'm not, I'm not sure because I'm only going based on what I know to be my reality and the experiences that I've had. So when somebody else lives differently. You kind of like it's strange to you you don't understand it you don't understand the way that they've maybe their upbringing or whatever it is that's kind of shaped them to be the way they are today so sometimes you do get that kind of questioning and that can obviously sometimes seem judgmental but it like you say it's a questioning versus you know you're trying to figure it out in your own mind you're not really sure you don't understand it um but yeah i i always think to myself you know you just you never know why people are they the way they are so yeah. being judgmental is is um counterproductive yeah. um but yes definitely in terms of i know when i chat to my friends sometimes about i don't know food or if i say that i've been to the gym they're like oh yeah i, I really need to go i really need to go and it's like you don't have to you don't have to feel like you <laughs> yeah. need to go because i'm saying i've yeah. been to the gym or i've eaten such a such a food or whatever it might be i know they feel like um Maybe I'm watching them with like intimidation, say, judging eyes, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. But you know, I, I don't, I don't care what my friends eat. If you know, and again, because I don't eat animals, I'm vegan. A lot of the time, people are like, no, could never do that. And I, I don't ask you. <laughs> I don't care. You know, I eat the way I eat for a reason. When I first went vegan, I felt very strongly about it all, and now, you know, now I'm just kind of like, look, here's what I know. Here's the research I've done. 
should you wish to make a change in that direction, I'll help you. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna poke you to listen no. to what I've got to say. Um, I obviously have my opinions and things like that, but don't we all? So um, yeah, that's some that's definitely a place where I know people think I'm judgmental, but ultimately I'm really not fussed. Yeah, I think sometimes that change can be intimidating in itself, can't it? You know, like you just said, I think people sometimes do get their backs up when they're told that maybe the way that they are training or the way that they are eating is maybe not good for them that change and that transition can sometimes be quite intimidating in itself like uh sometimes they're like well who are you to tell me what to do with with the way that i eat i've eaten like this for for however many years you know and that's not us being uh intimidating and saying you must eat this you must do this yeah it's uh, not a judgment exactly it's not a judgment exactly it's, uh if you've come to us for help we're trying to give you the best knowledge that we have and um, you know, if you've asked us to help you make a change, but then you obviously a lot of the time we're human, we come forward with barriers as to why we can't do that, why that's not gonna work. And all that is 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 like say it's a fear of change a lot of the time. You know, you think, Well, why should I? And then actually you kind of think, Well actually you know that probably probably maybe is what I need to do. It's not what I'm used to, but it's something different and maybe it'll work. Yeah. So. A transition that's gonna be really important and once you can sometimes open your eyes to the possibilities of what could potentially be um it's it you know it becomes a lot easier for you to 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 do it yeah yeah coming away from um obviously that side of things as well I, do you know i think one of the other reasons that people um sometimes think that personal trainers are very kind of stuck up or think think really highly of themselves is because disclaimer some of them do um oh yeah 100 percent. but also because when you're a personal trainer, and this is more of a body language thing than, than necessarily what you say or how you act, because you could be right, someone could think very highly of themselves, um, but it, it, I think a lot of the time is posture. Because we, not everyone, but because we train, if you train your back, for example, you're working your back muscles to hold you correctly, your shoulders are back, your chest is elevated, you know, you're kind of, you're, you're walking, you're standing in like a proud kind of way almost. Yeah. And a lot of the time, if you're unconfident, you stand and you, you're closed off and your shoulders are rounded, maybe they're hunched up around your neck. And a lot of the time, especially I find with my female clients, they're trying to hide themselves. So they're trying to be as small as possible and don't look at me, like don't, yeah. don't make eye contact, look at the floor, you know, look at your phone, whatever it might be in this rounded posture because you're unconfident, you don't want people to see you. Whereas if you're a personal trainer, you're like in in the gym here i feel super comfortable super confident you know i'm gonna stand nice and tall and i you know i sort of glide around from place to place and i feel really happy here so yeah. um also my dance background you're always told to project and stand tall and chest up and all this kind of stuff so um i think that confusion comes from mistaking good posture and general confidence for cockiness yeah. or arrogance and you think you're better than everyone I don't think it's that, but I think that comes hand in hand. Do you know what I mean? Like they kind of cross over. So I feel like that's sometimes in a body language perspective where that comes from. Um, and maybe if you have resting bitch face, um, that doesn't help the situation. <laughs> <laughs> Will, you're guilty. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have a resting bitch face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm gonna say, I hope I don't. But I think you you knocked it on the head there, where you said that that we are very comfortable in in our environment that we are in right now. Uh, I, I personally have exactly the same feeling as you. When I'm coming here, I'm confident, I'm fine. You know, I, I could I could 
sort any situation out. I can talk to anybody. I can, you know, be be confident um, because I know what I'm doing. We're comfortable and happy here. And uh, for sure, that can sometimes definitely be seen potentially as a um, as an intimidation. Uh, uh, sometimes I, I find that I don't know about you, but when we're working and we're standing downstairs, and some people that walk in. And you say hello to them, they're like, oh, hi, how you doing? Some people, when you when you walk in, they're like, hi. And they keep their head down. And maybe that is something to do. Confidence. With, yeah, confidence. confidence I think and that a lot thing. of it. Sometimes it might just be that you've had a really bad day and you just yeah, exactly. don't speak to me. Exactly. I don't want to speak to anybody. Exactly. Because um, if I go into a shop or something, I'm that person that's like, I don't want to make eye contact with you. I don't want to speak to you. I just want to come in and go like. out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, def- I definitely... From my, my personal experiences, from what I've seen and what I've chatted to people about, a lot of the time it's definitely a confidence thing. Yeah. And um, once they've worked on postural muscles, so working on back strength and general training and just having that nice little endorphin release after a session, they have grown a lot more confident. And some of that I think is genuinely just because when you stand with good posture and if you force a smile, it does it does make your body yeah. happy. Um, but yeah, so oh, it's just amazing really. I just love it. I love my job so much. It's, it's just so it. powerful. Um, we're in a very powerful position, I personally think. You know, I think where we are and what our jobs are, and especially in the in the place that we are in right now, we have a lot of uh, power to to make people feel very good about themselves and, and, and really help people change their lives. And I think as trainers here, I don't know in other gyms, we don't care about any other gyms anyway, but here i think that's a, a big thing for us you know we we want to help people we want to change people's lives and we want to get them on the right path to, to where they want to be you know yeah i mean i don't think obviously uh, some people can go into personal training really young because they're not sure yes. what they want to do yeah. and you know it's just kind of something to do at college because you get you a couple of years free education and stuff like that and i had the same on my dance course some people were just there because they had no idea and they just yeah. kind of like dance and they thought it would be, you know, an easy couple of years. Um, but then actually the reality of any course is that there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes. And that's when you realise maybe you don't like that as a subject as much as you thought you would. But I think um, anyone that pursues personal training further and sticks with it for a good couple of years isn't isn't there because they don't like people and they don't want to help anyone. They all ha- We all have the best intentions at heart. Yeah. You know, you care about people, you want to help them. Um and you know that's what kind of kind of makes you feel happy i suppose and gives you a sense of, of pride as well like you say in your job and things like that so yeah it's definitely i think the saturation of our job though and the saturation of our industry and how many people come through especially when they're young i think sometimes that does put people off because people do sometimes go to those people have bad experiences and then think that all trainers are like that i've i've, I've spoken to people before that, that i've had as trainers uh, so i've trained myself and they've had really bad experiences with people before and in like consultations and stuff they have lots of questions and they kind of seem very uh, uneasy with with the whole personal training thing because of uh, an experience that they've had before where it's not been a good experience um and and the saturation of our industry is everywhere you know everywhere if you look on instagram or facebook there's loads of people loads and loads of people that are uh, putting their services online i'm a personal trainer lose 12 pounds in in a week or or whatever you know do this do that do that and uh, that can become very confusing yeah yeah like you say it's the same as um any industry really yeah. there's always you're always going to have rogue traders in the building industry and there's, exactly you know it 
it, it's the same the world throughout. Some people are there because they love it. Some people are there because they're just trying to, you know, make a living and get by. So um, if you have one bad experience, or, you know, obviously that can shape your your outlook on it. But I, I always think, you know, don't don't give up. If, if you really need, if you want help sort of thing, then you know that you just need someone there to push you. Chat to chat to a few personal trainers and have, you know, have a few sessions with different different people, I guess, and see what you like. I mean, that's what what we obviously do, or some some personal trainers do when they're learning how to be a personal trainer. They go and train with other coaches and things like that to get experience and to see, you know, maybe they like a certain type of coaching, maybe they don't like a certain certain type of coaching. And then as you become more confident as a personal trainer you will attract clients that gel with your personality i'm not everyone's cup of tea don't get me wrong i'm like chatty and um dramatic and whatever else dramatic yeah if i tell a story i'm gonna tell you a story (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so i'm not everyone's cup of tea sometimes i'm too loud i was very conscious of that as a child and i would always rein myself in and i i do still to a certain degree as an adult but um yeah, I can't change my own personality too much in a short space of time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's one of those things, really, isn't it? You know, you find you you'll find people that you gel with better or worse. And if so, if another personal con- trainer can give you what you need, um, then that's that's awesome. You know, if it, if it's not me or it's not you and it's someone else, you know, I think that's great because that's what you're that's what you're after. You're yeah. after help that works for you. So yeah, definitely. Um, there's no sweating in no, that exactly. really i'd say have a go you know yeah if you if you really are curious of pt and maybe uh we might have debunked some of the ones that we've we've spoken about today but um you know go and have a go 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 and see yeah, see definitely. how you feel about personal training if it's something that you want to invest in try it go for it and see what works for you the first yeah. person might not work for you but the third person might you i know, know i know for myself as well i always offer a first session free yeah because too. i don't want someone to come to me pay 30 pounds and then be really disappointed and feel like they've wasted money i'd rather they come if they like the session they like the session if they like me they like me you know they'll you stay with me as a as a coach or whatever yeah. um but if it's not for you like i say if you don't gel with me and you think i'm really annoying or you know you don't like the style of training or something like that then by all means you know take your your investment elsewhere I can change, (laughs) but, um, yeah, you you know, you've got to, you've got to invest in someone that's going to be beneficial for you. It's no, no sense in staying somewhere where you're unhappy. Um, so yeah, I'd also say as well on, um, another side of the assumptions about personal training itself, um, you don't need to be fit to have a personal trainer or start personal training. I, I hear a lot of the time like, oh yeah, I'll just maybe like get back into training for a couple of weeks and then I'll do some sessions don't wait a couple of weeks and to get fit to then get fit utilize us to help you get you there faster um so yeah you don't need to be fit to have personal training sessions because otherwise our job would be redundant there's no point us making a fit person fit <laughs> yeah well, no, that's that absolutely absolutely we want to make you fitter but we we you know I, well can't speak for everyone but i don't have any expectations of people when they come to me to get stronger get fitter lose weight whatever it might be i'm not thinking right if you can't deadlift your body weight i'm not training you yeah you know that's not that's not what what my job is about um you know we take you as you are and we work with what you've got 
Yeah, I think sometimes people do find that. I think sometimes people do say that though because they are, like you said, embarrassed about maybe where they are, and they actually want to. They don't want to drop drop into a session and 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 think, oh my god, Jesus Christ, I'm so unfit, and kind of make themselves feel quite demoralised because they are because they are at such a level that they don't feel is good enough, and uh, and maybe doing those few weeks of sessions by themselves might make them a little bit fitter but like you said I think it's really important that to, to, to know that actually we will we will help you whatever level you are if yeah. you've had experience before that's cool that's cool you know but if you are a complete beginner never been to the gym before never lifted a weight never done anything mm. then we're still cool with that you know we, yeah. we can still help you as much as we do you know I think that's even that's probably one of my favorite parts about the job is when I have people come to me I've got a few clients that have done not really anything in it in terms of exercise they don't the gym is a total totally alien concept to them kind of thing they've never set foot in a gym before and there's such a nice feeling when we take a little video or a picture or whatever it might be of them doing an exercise in their first month of training let's say um, one of my clients she really struggled with um, body weight lunges yeah. and I remember her first session she she thought I was trying to kill her doing these lunges she really did and now you know I give her I don't know 10 kilos 15 kilos and she's doing her lunges she can do walking lunges she can do reverse lunges you know you name it she can do it we still work on things like balance because that's often one of the hardest things yeah. but it's so it's so nice to look back in hindsight on you know those couple of years ago um because she's been with me now from we started out just for wedding prep so i got to you know be a part of that process and then they had um second baby so i got to be part of the the pre and postnatal side of that and yeah it was just really nice to be there in those really important times precious times in people's life and the change from a to b yeah incredible amazing you've been part of what a privilege journey. yeah exactly you've been part of her journey and, and that's probably as valuable to her as it is to you you know you've you've brought her along on a journey that that's assisted her in making her life a lot easier and a lot better and, and that's a brilliant story to have isn't it yeah yeah that's one of the that's one of my favorite things about working with obviously my fellow females um is because a lot of the time it's a confidence thing and worrying about you know how you're going to look if you do certain exercises will I turn into a man from lifting up a dumbbell no yeah. they're okay <laughs> um, but yeah it's, it's really nice because it, a lot of it is the confidence side of things um, and it's so nice when if there comes a time when they say you know what I worked out by myself yesterday no PT had a little bit of a plan you know just kind of came in did a few exercises and, and off I went kind of thing and that's really cool because that's a full you know the full kind of transformation fly the nest type of situation yeah. like that's awesome if you've got to that point where you're confident enough to come in by yourself that's wicked i you feel like my job her. my job has been done well there's always stuff more more stuff that you can learn um but even just that like, that's a huge milestone i think for a lot of my clients i think it's really important to just say that being specific with who you choose like you just said obviously you are a female strength coach that's who you want to work with yeah and and what we said at the start anyway but whatever you want to achieve whether it be crossfit whether it be female strengths like with you whether it be running whether it be uh powerlifting, powerlifting whatever you feel like is your interest go for that trainer mm. you know don't don't just go for a, a a billy do it all 
try find specifically your why. What what is it that you want to, to train? Why do you want to train it? Cool. Chloe does female strength. She wants to work with females specifically. Cool. I'll go for her. You know. I think that's a really important uh, transition to, to get people in. Don't just choose someone that can that says they can do it all. Find out what you want to do and go for that trainer. Yeah, yeah. And do you know what? It makes me really excited because in, obviously, the new HQ in Dream Fitness, Ooh. new house, um, we're going to really be able to hone in on that type of stuff. We're going to yes. have more kit, more space, multiple deadlift platforms multiple more squat racks even we've already got multiple but more squat racks um the separation of the fitness studios is going to be epic you know oh, it, there's so much potential from this new gym um and yeah i think it's gonna be really incredible for clients personal trainers and just everyone any members that are coming to the gym really um you're going to get to try i think a lot more stuff like yeah the rig for example so much opportunities yeah <laughs> um but yeah so i think that's going to be really 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 cool in terms of training space and the space in in general that i think personally the space in general i think is a, a really inspiring place to to, to to train yeah obviously it's not finished but i mean stepping into that place and just thinking oh my god this is massive yeah the what could be exactly exactly cool. that space that we that we are are creating uh, right now is inspiring in itself yeah, you know yeah like you think if you've got multiple deadlift platforms all set up next to each other you're going to be training next to people that like doing the same thing as you yeah like, you know if you've got fellow people deadlifting you don't have to wait or ask them to share a platform i mean there may still be incidences where you you have to do that but you know you could just set up next to someone and just chat about training whilst you're doing it and obviously there's still that you can still do that now, you know, if you're in a class with people that like classes, if you're, you know, sharing a squat rack with someone, you can chat. But I think there'll be more opportunity to get to know other people in the gym that are doing the same thing as you. And what they love is what you love sort of thing. So it, a good opportunity to make more gym friends yeah, um, and have something in common with them, I guess. Um, so obviously the deadlifts and there's more of a CrossFit zone and people boxing and, you know, that type of stuff. You know, it's going to be... It's going to be pretty cool, really cool. I think it's going to be really cool to see the uh, like everyone training on one level. Obviously, we've got mm. two levels, but if you think about... You can't about scurry around exactly, it here, don't you? Exactly, like, like ground floor, middle floor, top floor, you, you move around, but everyone is either going to be on the ground floor or everyone's going to be on the second floor, yeah. and it's just a wide space of just watching everyone do everything different. And it's gonna be wicked. It's gonna be so cool. Yeah, yeah. There's there's such diversity in the kit that we've got coming in, and it it's all usable by everybody. Um, um in what we do and the the classes that we're gonna be able to deliver from that is gonna be. Whoop, it's gonna be nuts, isn't it? Exciting. It's gonna be so nuts. Really exciting. Um, I yeah, I'm pumped for it. I'm really pumped for it, and I hope. Uh, well, I think other people are too. You know, judging by um the kind of interactions that we do get, obviously only only uh virtually at the moment, but um yeah it's gonna be epic guys it's gonna be really epic so whatever you've wished wanted longed for and hoped that you could try in a gym um yeah we could definitely you know it's possible now it was possible before but it's even more possible now it's exciting isn't it and if you're a new listener 
and you are interested in potentially joining the gym, we have got a pre-register as well if you want to try and pre-register for, yes. uh, yep. for our gym. Just go to our website and obviously you can pre-register from there if you want can to. Can we put the link in the description? Uh, we can, yes, absolutely Yes, fine. we'll yeah, do that we'll then. We'll put the little register link in there so you guys will know where to go. Um, or you may have come to this podcast from the website. So if you've already been on the website, there is a tab on the top left-hand corner that says new gym 2021 click that scroll down fill in your email address and name and you will be on the the list of first come first served for um for registry basically so if there's any deals which i'm sure there will be um, (laughs) then you will be first to hear about those you'll have the first chance to obviously come and see the gym when we have the grand opening the ribbon cut snip snip um, yeah, so all of that stuff will will be there from from that. So definitely get registered and make sure that you're keeping up with us because we are posting lots of lots of updates um, as the time goes by. So yeah, so pumped! It's gonna be so cool, isn't it? It's gonna be so cool. Oh, I feel excited just thinking and, uh, about imagine, it. Imagine, imagine, yeah. imagine we're gonna introduce one of our our podcasts. Like, hey guys. Huh? I just burped. Oh, I was like, what are you saying? What are you talking about? <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I don't think that came on then. Uh, we'll beat that one out. Um, actually, it's going to be our first episode at the new gym. We're going to be like, hi guys, episode whatever it's going to be in our brand new gym. It's going to be so cool. Yeah. It's going to be so cool. Yes. But if you made it to the end, thank you so much for listening, guys. We really appreciate you. Uh, we hope you found value in what we spoke about today. Yeah. Um, and like we've been saying, you know, if you do want to try out personal training, go ahead, try it, see what you think, see how you feel. It may be for you. The person may not be for you. Just try things out and and, and try to see what's what's good for you. Yes. Apart from that, we hope you have a lovely week, a lovely weekend, whatever time you are listening to this. Thank you very much, and we will see you soon. Have a great day, guys. Bye bye. Goodbye. Sa 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 s